You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. It is almost Christmas, mm-hmm. which means we have another Christmas cultural story to share with you. Yes. Is that how we should sum up the series? Sure. This week? We're going to talk about like food and Christmas. So yes. It's all good. Food. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> Today we head to Puerto Rico. Actually, Puerto Rico comes to us. The mm-hmm. Reverend James and Deaconess Crystal Neuendorf joining us in studio while they're here for a reconnect, which is actually in November. So even before Advent, we're talking about Christmas <laughs> recording in studio. Neuendorf, thank you so much. Pastor, welcome. Thank you. And actually, in Puerto Rico, they're already celebrating Christmas. Oh, nice. We're, we're good. Yeah, that's <laughs> Deacon, beautiful. Deaconess Crystal, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I love talking about Christmas in general, talking about Advent, talking about cultures around the world. And so let's talk a little bit about where you serve, the the communities where you serve. Tell us a little bit about the communities where you serve in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So in Puerto Rico, we have three congregations now. We have one in Mayaguez, the oldest, now in Ponce, and then now in San Juan. So we're kind of all across the island there, serving God's people there in our churches. What, so serving three congregations, tell us a little bit more about the people of Puerto Rico, maybe some interesting facts, interesting (laughs) trivia about Puerto Rico and where you live and serve. Yeah, so actually speaking of Christmas, Puerto Rico is kind of known as the Christmas Island. We have the longest Christmas celebrations in the world. I don't know who certifies that. There must be a board or something (laughs) that measures. It's like the Guinness Book of World Records for Christmas celebrations. But Puerto Ricans love Christmas. And there's a lot of local traditions kind of built around it. And then as as we're planting churches, we're also kind of introducing and, and forming new traditions as the, the church itself forms. Puerto Rico is a really fascinating place because everything is English and Spanish kind of mixed together. It's the United States and it's Latin America mixed together. It's Spain, it's Africa, it's indigenous culture, all in a big, unique pot. So there's really nothing nothing quite like it. What do you guys actually do as you're serving in these different communities? You mentioned three churches now. What are some of the things that you actually get to do in your day-to-day work? Yeah, we have a lot of fellowship time. One thing that we've really been focusing on as a team, we have a whole team of people that we work with, wonderful team. And a big part of that is bringing people together. A big part of that is eating, which we're excited to talk about (laughs) for Christmas. Uh, But Shacker, that brings people together. So that's (laughs) been something that we have really focused on doing and ultimately bringing them into the church, right? Bringing into the word and sacrament. So we do a lot of just kind of things that you would do when you get together with friends, games, we do crafts, eating together, bringing people together to be to be a family. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get to Christmas, it is proper that we talk about Advent, correct? Correct. <laughs> All right. All in good order. Advent. Is Advent observed much? Aside from the congregations you're serving, is Advent even culturally known in Puerto Rico? Yeah, so in Puerto Rico, we are introducing Advent, I think, for the for the first time. And it's kind of a neat thing. I'm sure that there are, you know, some Roman Catholic churches that also have Advent services. But culturally, Advent is kind of absent. People go from Halloween immediately into Christmas. Some of them already had Christmas decorations up before Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, so it's been kind of a neat thing to start teaching Advent and the the idea of how that all works with the church here. Um, and one of the, the things we've actually been doing recently is introducing Advent wreaths as part of family devotions. You want to maybe talk about yeah, that? Yeah. So last year we had the opportunity to 
gift our families with a small Advent wreath. And so everyone was able to have one in their home while at church. And once a week, we would come together during our fellowship times and show kind of how we use this. This is something that helps us kind of count down to Christmas as well as, you know, the birth of Christ, right? So we would get together, we would have our wreath, we'd light the candle, we would do a short devotion with with our family and kind of modeling what that looks like and what it could look like in your home. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you in your churches as you celebrate Advent in the different churches where you are? Yeah, so kind of one of the neat things that we're doing in Puerto Rico is we have very, very frequent weeknight services. Mm. Uh, So everybody talks about, okay, in Advent, you're going to have extra services. We already have more services all the time. Uh, We do three nights a week uh, plus Sunday. So it's it's kind of a change in which people are already accustomed to coming regularly to to evening services. And it's the topic that changes rather than the the habit. So it's been kind of a neat thing to help people see how the, the church year and the, the topics that we're, we're going through throughout the year. We use the one-year lectionary, so it's very topical. It affects life and, and the way we, we're thinking about the, the return of Christ. We're thinking about the end of things now. We're thinking about the coming of Christ. And then we're celebrating that he, that he has come. And, and really, for people who already know about Epiphany and they know about Christmas but haven't really considered what those things mean, it's been a neat thing for, for traditions that they already love to suddenly be given deeper meaning, helping people rediscover some of their own favorite things. I love this. The advent of Advent in Puerto hey. Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very meta. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned that, that you, in addition to Sunday services, you already gather together regularly for the services throughout the week as well. What do those times together look like when you gather together during the week? Yeah, so we do a morning and an evening prayer service on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. We do 12 services a week right now in Puerto Rico. Um, and and what those are usually really short, responsive prayer, especially in the morning. We'll sing one hymn. We'll pray. We have a very long prayer list because what we'll do before is we'll go throughout the community and we'll talk to people and ask them how we can pray for them, how we can serve them as a, as a congregation. And then we bring those back and we immediately pray for them. So do that in the morning and then in the evening we do another short service similar liturgy but with preaching as well so we're preaching a lot and get to get to share the gospel every day how how awesome is that <laughs> now is this is this in spanish or in english or in both for you a little bit of both in ponce where where we live it's all in spanish there's there's a lot less english but then as we're planning this new congregation up in san juan there's a lot of people that that speak english so, for example, we'll have the liturgy in Spanish and we'll preach in English or in Spanglish or in Spanish and then hand people an English translation because we have some people that don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit all over the place. In, in Mayaguez, they'll do a lot of bilingual uh, ministry as well. So how many Christmases have you guys actually been in Puerto Rico for? Been four now. All right. Yeah. So this will be your five. Yes. And you've said that Christmas is already happening. As time of recording, Christmas is already happening. Do you know any, you may not know this, but do you know why Christmas is such a thing in Puerto Rico? I'm not sure where it started. Of course, they're they're coming from Spanish tradition. But it's kind of an interesting thing, too, because Christmas uh, isn't actually the center of the celebration. It's the Three Kings Day. Oh. And in fact, even the tradition of giving gifts, it's not Santa Claus who gives gifts. It's the Three Kings. And so kids will set out 
what is it, like a shoebox full of hay? Yeah, or grass. Or grass, And yeah. a bowl of water for the camels. And the night before Epiphany. Right. Yeah. So Epiphany is really the, the center of it. And really what they'll do oh, yeah. is they'll start even before Christmas. But the reason they call it the longest Christmas celebrations is really from about December 24th through to January 6th or 7th is everybody's off. The, that whole time is as though it were December 25th. You're with family. You're going to Christmas parties. That, that is all Christmas. It's not just 24 hours. It's, it's all great. 12 days. Yeah, it's, they do. We, we don't sing the 12 days of Christmas, but we do the 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. We do here at KFUO too. We do. It's true. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we, we do like to observe the full 12 days of Christmas and here at KFUO. It's, it's become a tradition now for, I don't know how many years we've been doing that, where we observe the full 12. So I didn't realize that it was just because we, had, we were in sync with our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's exactly why. 12 days of Christmas. (laughs) All right. So you have 12 days then to party and celebrate Christmas. And go to church. uh, And go to church. (laughs) Well, that's part of the party, right? That's festival. (laughs) Festival. So what are the services that that take place during the Christmas season? Yeah. So a lot of this we're still forming because there's, these are new habits for everyone. Mm. Some people had never been to church on Christmas before. That that was something we had to kind of say, you should. (laughs) This is something you want to, you want to do. So so we have our, our Christmas Eve service and a Christmas Day service, and then we just keep mostly some of our regular evening services going. Epiphany is a bigger event for them, and, and it's kind of an interesting thing for us to teach Epiphany more because, you know, here it's like because of Christmas, everybody even – you don't skip Epiphany, but you don't really think about it very much. But we have the opportunity to really talk, well, what does Epiphany teach about Christmas? What, what does it mean that – we're considering the revelation of of Christ of of Jesus Christ as God, not just Jesus Christ as incarnate, but also that He is God from heaven. So that's been neat to kind of look at those two things together liturgically. It's interesting too because Epiphany being so central, when we're in Ponce, one of our suburb towns is where Puerto Ricans say the three kings originally came from. Now that I don't think is historically accurate. Uh, <laughs> I think if you check in the Bible, it doesn't say anything about a Caribbean island. <laughs> but it's the local tradition and people have a lot of, so we have a lot of the, the three king celebration happens really in our, right in our backyard. Um, and people dress up as the kings and, and there's parades and all kinds of stuff. With Yeah. But kind of going back to like Christmas Eve, we have the service, but after the service, we have a, a big dinner with everybody and we have all of our, you know, the typical food and everything kind of, Everyone's going to go out probably to their families maybe later, but as a church, we're a family too. And so what does this look like kind of creating that? And so we've been able to do that now for a few years and all the congregations have. So it's been really. Especially we have, we have a lot of people that have been coming uh, to the mission who are all alone. Mm-hmm. We have people who have moved, their families have moved to the United States or maybe they don't have family. And, and Christmas in Puerto Rico has also recently been really tied with depression Hmm. And there's a lot of campaigns about that. So one of the things that we really emphasize is that the church is your family and you're not alone at Christmas. You're, you're with the church. So we try to make sure that we're there, you know, all the way through to the midnight meal everybody does on Christmas Eve. And we set time aside at a different time for, fa- for our families because it's, it's so important for people to, to have that and to not be alone, um, but to be part of their church family where, 
or really celebrate Christmas. We are learning about Christmas in Puerto Rico with our friends who serve in Puerto Rico, the Reverend James and Deaconess Crystal Neuendorf. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are talking Christmas in Puerto Rico with the Reverend James and Deaconess Crystal Neuendorf, who served the Lord there. I've been there for four Christmases. This will be fifth Christmas now in Puerto Rico. All right. Last, before we took a break, you'd mentioned that one of the things you do on Christmas Eve is you gather for a meal. I think you said around midnight. Mm. Okay. So since you mentioned meal, that means we have to talk about food for (laughs) the holidays and you observe the full 12 days of Christmas there. So let's start with Christmas Eve and the food. Maybe there are traditions for food throughout the whole week. So what happens on Christmas Eve in terms of food? What am I eating? I mean, what are you eating? <laughs> right, what am I <laughs> <laughs> One of the big things for all of the holidays is is a roasted pig, like a ooh, <laughs> on an open pit fire. So that's a big thing that starts early and that, you know, go on. So you know, you're able to buy. We don't, unfortunately, haven't gotten to that point yet. Maybe one day we'll do that. But so we always have pork, rice with gandules or pigeon peas, I guess you would say. That's really very typical. A big thing, though, are called, there's a food called pasteles. And so it's, what it is, is you make like a dough either with plantains or with green bananas, or there's, there's even some made with rice, all sorts of things. That's your dough. And then inside, you can either put pork or you can put chicken you can kind of however you want it you put raisins in that's a big controversial thing but i like raisins anyway it gets wrapped up into a a banana leaf or a plantain leaf it's been smoked over a fire you can also do it over your stove if you have a gas stove that's how we've done it if you remove your smoke detectors (laughs) all right (laughs) our friend our good friend taught us that and and it's you wrap it up so you put the you put the dough in there and then you put your your meat and it's you know it's sautéed and everything all the spices wrapped together tied together in a special way with string and then it's boiled for an hour and then after that it's really good so and then another thing is you can either eat it with ketchup or not it's a big controversy if you eat it you have to ask people so forgive us any Puerto Rican listeners <laughs> no. we're just sharing the facts I like ketchup anyway. So I mean, Wait, is Puerto Rican some... ketchup different than? Well, there's mayo ketchup, yeah. which uh, you're going to get us in trouble. And yeah. anyone on the island that listens to it, because all these things are hot topics. Yeah. yeah. Who are we? So mayo ketchup is like, it's mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together. Oh, I like that. Garlic. But oh. Puerto Ricans insist that they've invented this. And this is the Puerto Rican mm-hmm. thing is mayo ketchup. Yep. Huh. And they'll have that. Then there's coquito is the other big and tembleque. 
are the yes. other big Christmas. Yeah, so coquito is a drink. Some people call it the burger eggnog, but there's no eggs. And it's there's coconut. No nog either. Great. No. Well, you know, it's coconut milk, coconut cream. You can use sweet conduct's milk. You can, there's a lot of variety. So it's, everyone has their own, like per household, it's their own, their own recipe. And then you add, you know, cinnamon, nutmeg, vanilla, however you want. And, and rum, if you desire. And that's the, that's a special Christmas drink. So that's special. Mm. Everyone makes it. A lot of people sell it and everyone has their special recipe, just like the pasteles, uh, just like them, like all these special desserts. So it's a big, it's awesome because you just kind of go around, drive around. People are selling these things or your friends. There's also pitorro, but we can't talk about that. <laughs> that's, that's not great anyway. Um, <laughs> It's great. So we everyone brings stuff together and we eat and, and really enjoy each other's company with that. So is you there know. any like you mentioned desserts? What kind what, what kind of desserts are we talking about here? So tembleque. Yes. So that's like a coconut milk with a uh corn cornstarch and like a it's a gelatin type of thing and it, oh. it shakes and so tembleque in Spanish is like shake. So tembleque. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it's fun. Okay. Kind of jiggle. <laughs> it's fun. Um you know, you, you sprinkle cinnamon and stuff on top. Uh, oh, man, I'm forgetting. I mean, they make all kinds of all like... special things. All, yeah. the, the sort of the standard um, cakes. They make they make kind of rum cakes that are really... Mm. The way that Puerto Ricans like to make their cake is really like juicy. Uh, mm. they'll, they'll put like a lot of... It'll be like really liquidy like the like they use a syrup yeah they'll, they'll pour really syrup juicy. into the, <laughs> well that's steak. what i mean but it's like you know what i mean there's medium juice, rare cake it's, it's like that it's like a sponge cake full of syrup mm-hmm. very moist so mm. mm-hmm. okay all right so did are there any traditions Per day, is that just Christmas? Are there are there other foods that happen throughout the the whole celebration, or is it, so is it kind of the same? The pasteles take a lot of work to make. Mm. Uh, a lot of people buy them now from like one lady who makes a whole lot, but because they take a lot of work to make, it's actually kind of a thing too, where the the whole family is making a lot of them. So there's a lot of people involved in making them, and then they, I wouldn't even say they reheat really, but like. Once you make them, then you keep eating those throughout the the week, and like a lot of the same food is made, and then you're kind of eating it for all, mm, all yeah. days. You can make it, freeze it, and then when you want to eat it, you boil it. So, uh, yeah. So a lot we've actually had them a couple months ago. A lady at church made them for us. So it's just <laughs> like it's Christmas time, you know, a little bit of Christmas. So it's people, but it starts now. Like people are, mm. so we miss it. I mean, man, we're missing out, and it's still November right now. it's people don't quit either it's like uh, you get to the end of epiphany and you're like all right wow we did the 12 days of christmas nah just keep going (laughs) it just keeps going another thing i realize we're missing which meant right now are all of the there's a lot of parades that happen so especially on the weekends which maybe you can talk about on this later but there's a big there's just all these parades of people they get together and their families or their schools or organizations and they get together in their cars and they have big speakers and then they get a Santa Claus. Before Christmas Santa Claus, later on, it'll be the Three Kings and like people dress up and then they go around to all the, they just go in and out of neighborhoods. They'll go downtown and they just have all those Christmas songs playing. I mean, there's a whole, you know, just like we have our Christmas songs that we listen to. They, it's just an awesome array of Christmas music. They have a, a like, mountain of Christmas it's music. A, it's a whole, yeah. 
and they just go around and then, they, you know, sometimes they have stuff for the kids and it's awesome. The it's, fact that we didn't talk about parandas, no one's ever going to forgive us for that. Either. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what you got to <laughs> so talk about. So a paranda, the, sometimes they'll call it like, like an assault and it's basically, it's a surprise party, but you're surprised because you're having the party. <laughs> so <laughs> a group of people will show up at your house sometimes in the middle of the night and then they'll they'll basically be like, Asanto, and the, they they start playing music, and then they come into your house, and you need to have food for them, and they'll have a party in your house, and then they'll basically kidnap you and take you to another house and do the same until the whole town has been kind of gathered up into this group. They skip our house. I think they know that if maybe they're like, oh, they're Americans. Who knows what they're gonna do? Who knows what food they'll have? Right. <laughs> Here's some But here. it's kind of, that's a really fun yeah. tradition. There's tons of Christmas traditions. Now, have, they haven't come to your house, but have you participated in going to other people's houses for this? Only in like a sort of a, a lighter version. It's like the trunk or treat version of, <laughs> of trick or treat. <laughs> well, there are, it, it sounds like there are some, some really neat traditions. You were introducing Advent and more the services of Christmas. And you talked a little bit about Epiphany and the Three Kings. Let's talk about that a little bit more about the traditions that surround Three Kings Day and and what that means also for teaching about Epiphany as well. Yeah, so like I said before, they'll, they'll dress up as the Three Kings. Kids are waiting for their presents from the Three Kings. Of course, because we have to have a little bit of everything in, in Puerto Rico, it's always just let's just have more. So they'll have Santa Claus come and the three kings come. Mm. So it's not an either or. Um, but it's the, the, the local tradition is really just sort of the fun of the three kings coming. Uh, but it's been a neat, a neat thing that we've been able to kind of start teaching. Well, what does it mean that the, the, the kings, we don't know how many there are of them and they're, we don't know what they're kings either, but that they visit and recognize Jesus as the king. What does it mean that, you know, we have the, the symbolism of Solomon and we have the, this idea of bringing gifts to recognize who is it that's come at Epiphany. So it's been kind of a neat thing, I think, for, like I said before, for Puerto Ricans to see the traditions that they already have kind of reinflated with the meaning that the scriptures, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago as they split off from these Roman Catholic ideas and had been kind of emptied out. It's been a neat, neat thing for people who get to, to experience it again. Are there other traditions that surround Three Kings Day? Because I know there's some traditions that we have here in the States too, that especially with food and things that are specific to the Three Kings Epiphany kind of day traditions. Yeah, as you kind of mentioned earlier, all the kids will, the night before, will set out a box with the grass that they collect and a thing of water for the camels. Also, kids will get gifts again. So you kind of ask, you ask, you know, when do you get gifts? Like Christmas or, or Three Kings Day? And they're like, well, both. But it's really, it's definitely for the kids. Christmas is kind of for everybody, but kids will get the, they'll all get a special gift. So that's and a the great parades. time. So another parades, kind of an interesting yeah. thing, and I don't know enough about this to speak authoritatively, but... <laughs> There's there's a long tradition of figurines for the three kings, and some of them are really historic. That I think they claim that they they came over from Spain, and so there's like a whole museum of these figurines. 
we haven't been yet to this museum. We really need to go. And this is why I don't want to talk too much about it because <laughs> I don't know enough about it. I haven't gone. But there's the, the, the whole tradition related around the Three Kings and a connection kind of back to southern Spain. Whereas I think a lot of this came originally from that, the traditions over in southern Spain. Uh, brought over to Puerto Rico and kind of developed their own life here. Hmm. There. We have just a minute left. Any other stories or anything else you want to share about Christmas in Puerto Rico as we wrap up our time together today? The big thing is I do know that a lot of LCMS Lutherans like to travel after Christmas and they know that Puerto Rico is a very nice place. Come visit us. If you're coming down, if you're going on a cruise or you want to experience some of the beautiful weather that we have or some of these traditions. It's a domestic flight to, to visit Puerto Rico, uh, but don't just visit. Come visit your brothers and sisters in Christ and help share and celebrate with us. We love to, to connect um, our, our church members with, with the greater family of God. And it's really simple. You can look us up on uh, the LCMS website. Just, just look for Puerto Rico or you can look at LCMS Puerto Rico or PRPR.org uh, and just send us a contact form and we'll receive you and you can come to church for Christmas uh, in Puerto Rico. Fantastic. Thank you so much for spending time with us sharing your stories about Christmas in Puerto Rico. Our guest today, the Reverend James and Deaconess Crystal Neuendorf. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.